0: Thanks for pressing play. This is Christopher Lockhead. And on this episode, let's talk about the power of a point of view. My friends at Spiro.ai are the leaders in proactive relationship management, and they want to help your sales team spend more time selling. Check out Spiro.ai. That's S P I R O. AI. And uh, my friends at Oracle NetSuite want to help you turbocharge the growth of your business. Go to netsuite.com slash different to set up a free one-hour growth review with an expert in your industry. That's netsuite.com slash different. I also want to invite you to a wonderful conference. It's my second time participating. It's called Hypergrowth, and it's one of the world's fastest growing events for modern business and marketing leaders. And I'll be there in beautiful San Francisco on November 18th, 2019, and we'll do a live uh, chat on stage with my friend, the legendary Carrie Palin, who's the chief marketing officer of Splunk. And uh, I'd love to see you there. Use promo code LEGENDARY at checkout and get tickets for Uh, For 99 bucks. Go to hypergrowth.com. That's hypergrowth.com and use promo code legendary. Now, hey-ho, let's go. This is Lockhead on Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead, three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout. The Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing, and The Economist calls off-putting to some. All right, let's talk about the power of a point of view. And um, what I thought would be fun, and people have been emailing in saying they like this, so uh, if you like it, I'll keep doing it. I'm going to read to you from my first book, Play Bigger, How Pirates, Dreamers, and Innovators Create and Dominate Markets. I kind of feel a little bit like Mr. Rogers doing this or like, uh, I don't know, your crazy uncle reading you a crazy bedtime story. <laughs> so here's part of uh, the book on point of view and why it matters so much. Stories have always been an industrial strength force in human progress, from the epic poems of Homer to the tales of Marco Polo, Shakespeare's historical plays, the novels of Anne Rand, and biography, biographies of Steve Jobs. Stories alter perspectives and exert influence. When traders on Wall Street consider a stock, they often ask, what's the story? When pitching a venture capitalist, entrepreneurs get funding when they craft a great story, and now there's a cottage industry offering pitch training. Raw information reaches us on an intellectual level, but stories reach into our hearts and our pants. Stories form deep grooves. Decades of brain research have demonstrated that stories have a more lasting impact than facts. In 1969, or one 1969 Stanford study called Narrative Stories as Mediators for Serial Learning showed that students remembered six to seven times more words embedded in a story when compared to random words. In the uh, 210s, Paul Zak, professor at Claremont Graduate University, found that character-driven, attention-grabbing stories actually increase oxytocin in the brain. Oxytocin is an empathy chemical, and it motivates cooperation and understanding. Quite important when trying to convince someone to, as Apple used to say, think different. Quote, my experiments show that character-driven stories with emotional content result in a better understanding of the key points a speaker wishes to make and enable better recall of those points weeks later, end quote, Zach wrote. He added that a uh, swipe, uh, he added a swipe at the way too much business has been conducted for too long. He says, in terms of making an impact, storytelling blows away the standard PowerPoint presentation to bits. That's why, we call category, that's why category designers tell a story. We call that story a point of view or POV. After you come up with an aha of an initial market or technology insight, and after you discover and define the right category, you have to craft the story about the category and tell that story. You need a powerful POV. A POV tells the world you're a company on a mission, not a missionary looking to make uh, money any way it can. It frames the new problem that your category identifies and it sets you up as the answer. When someone can articulate your problem, you believe that person must have the solution. It's why Bill Clinton won two presidential elections by claiming, I feel your pain, and why Ronald Reagan beat Jimmy Carter by simply asking, are you better off than you were four years ago? Politicians are masters at this. A great POV separates the company's products and categories that people love from the ones they, at best, tolerate. When you start to think about it, you can easily see the difference between a company that has a strong point of view and one that has a POV black hole. In grocery stores, you can sense that Whole Foods has a clear point of view built around healthy gourmet products, while Safeway seems to have no point of view at all other than just selling groceries. Southwest Airlines has a palpable point of view. United Airlines does not. Apple has a point of view. Microsoft does not. A POV conditions the market to accept and embrace the company's vision and have the same aha the founders experienced. The story leads potential customers on their from-to journey so they understand both what's missing and why your company can fix that problem. A POV has to shift people's minds so they reject an old way of thinking and come to believe in something new. It has to reach people on an emotional level. No one remembers what you say, but they remember how you made them feel. That feeling can be excitement about something that's coming or fear of missing out. Some of the best POVs make people think, oh, fuck, I don't have one of those. I have to get one of those. To reach people's emotions, a POV has to sound the way people talk. It has to be simple, direct, visceral. Language matters. And as a side note, check out the episode uh, of Lock It On Marketing called um, um, Don't Pay Attention or Don't Take My Word For It, <laughs> which is inspired by an awesome new book called Persuasion from uh, Lee Hartley Carter. I could, I'll continue. Uh, language matters. Nobody in the history of the human race has ever been moved to joy or tears by a train wreck of lazy business babble. The story about your business is more important than the facts about your business. Sound outrageous? Maybe. But the brain research proves it's true. People relate to and remember stories, even people who make a living analyzing facts. A POV tells a story with a beginning, middle, and end. It tells the world why this category and the company creating it are different. Different sticks. Different forces a choice between what was and what can be. A POV built around better is about comparing your offering to the thing customers already know. Better reinforces the power of the category king or queen that you're trying to beat, who by definition is not you. And as a side note, this is the mistake Pepsi continues to make year after year. If customers think two companies are tied in the better wars, they just choose the category king or queen or the lowest price if there's no clear king. A great POV takes you outside of the better wars and sets you in a different space, all of your own. A well-executed POV gives the company an identity and a culture. It becomes the invisible hand that guides your priorities It results in the right kinds of employees joining the company, the right kinds of investors funding it, and the right ecosystem building around it. And by the way, it repels those you don't want hanging around. Ultimately, the POV steers the company's strategy. A powerful point of view guides every decision the leadership team makes and every initiative it pursues. The POV helps employees intuitively feel how they should perform their jobs so they can align with the company's strategy. Most great enduring companies have a POV imprinted on their DNA. All right, so what would I like to leave you with about the power of a point of view? Legendary marketers market the POV, not the product. I'll say that again. Number one, legendary marketers mark the point of view not the product. And the big aha here is um, if you wanna sell Bibles, there's gotta be Christians. That is to say, people have to believe in uh, the opportunity your products and services allow them to access or the problem your uh, products and services allow them to solve. And if they believe in the problem, if they believe in the opportunity, if they see um, the missing in the market that you see exactly the way that you see it, then they're going to be interested in the idea of what you're doing and, of course, the products and services around that idea. And so it's counterintuitive for most marketers, most innovators, most creators, and most CEOs. We think what we're doing in marketing is marketing a product with features and maybe benefits, when in reality, category creators and designers market the point of view because once people subscribe to your way of looking at things, They are going to be interested in what you have to market and sell. Number two, point of views are timeless. That is to say, they are true north. If you look at legendary companies like Southwest or Salesforce.com, you can tell that these point of views have been there forever. Mark Benioff, the founder of Salesforce, 20 years into the journey is still talking about the power of cloud and and how terrible, quote unquote, on-premise software is. You can tell Southwest has a point of view when you call them because because somebody answers the phone, a human being answers the phone. And when you call United... You get a bunch of technical automated hee-haw, and uh, it can be a real pain in the ass to get to a human being. And, and so just based on those facts, you can see that a company like Southwest, a company like Salesforce has anchored their business to a point of view about what they stand for in the world. So um, uh, that's number two. POVs are, are timeless. And messaging can change over time. You can, if you're, if you're, if you're uh, Benioff and Salesforce, you see how they've taken their mantra around no software in the cloud, and they apply it to all kinds of things, whether they're talking about sales software or marketing software or service software or some other initiative that's going on in the tech world. But the message can change, but it always ties back to the true north point of view. The POV is the anchor. And number three, train the whole company. Um, you know back back when I was a CMO at Mercury, we trained the entire company, and in particular the field organization, the sales force, in how to deliver our point of view. And uh, there was sort of the 30-second overview of the POV, the company story, so to speak. And then there was, the, if you will, the 10-minute POV. Um, and interestingly enough, our head of sales um, really wanted them to be able to do a chalk talk. And so we took them away from PowerPoint and we taught them how to literally go to a whiteboard and using visuals, with a talk track, deliver the point of view. And the whole company could deliver the same point of view. No free form jazz. When you go to see the Rolling Stones, and I saw them pretty recently on tour, they were amazing. They, when they played Jumping Jack Flash, they play jumping jack flash they don't break into a three-hour freeform jazz version of it they play the song plus or minus the way you and i are used to hearing the song and they do it the same way every night there's no three-hour jam and there's no flying off on your own so uh, the three things again i'd leave you with around point of view legendary marketers market the point of view not the product povs are timeless messaging can change but they always anchor back to that true north point of view and Uh, legendary marketers and category creators train the whole company to be able to deliver the point of view in a powerful and compelling way. All right. We would like to thank the good folks at onelifefullylived.org. This is the nonprofit helping you dream, plan, and live your best life. My friends at TheMarketingJournal.org, check them out. It's what legendary marketing people are reading. Um, speaking of things legendary people are reading, check out GrowWire.com for stories of innovation, a podcast in marketing I love, the Marketing Trends podcast hosted by my friend Ian Faison. My friends at Splunk want to remind you that they bring data to every decision and every action. Check out Splunk.com D to E. And the thought I will leave you with comes from John Mellencamp who says, You got to stand for something or you're going to fall for anything. That's it. Thank you, my friends. I really appreciate you investing part of your life with me. Stay legendary. And until we're together again, follow your different.